Good morning. Welcome to another show of Daily Musings podcast. I'm your host, JP Hummingbird. Uh, Today is Saturday morning. The air is bright. I've been out for a little walk this morning. And, uh, (laughs) yeah, interesting state of mind. Feeling very, uh, very open and vulnerable. Uh, And, but in, like, (laughs) a kind of deep sense of yearning, but in it, but, but in a good, good way. I don't know if that sounds good to you, but <laughs> and the sun is still a bit cold. It's it's in the morning. Not cold, but brisk. And uh, I was walking down by the canal, which is close to where I live. Uh, beautiful canals around here. That's the one sort of when you live in the Midlands, the middle of England. The canals are like your like your desert, your beach, <laughs> your beaches, your getaway, your, they encompass a lot of different things, history, nature, uh, and just that, you know, just the sight of water, bodies of water, it's, I think it's quite important. Uh, just like trees, green trees and water, there's something very magical. Like that feeling when you, when you get up the side of Scaffold Pike in Cumbria, the blessed land, and you look back and you can see just, it's like a spiritual awakening when you can see uh, just the grace of what's in front of you, how the universe has unfolded to that point is incredible. <laughs> sidetracked a bit there and I but yeah <laughs> and as I was walking past there was a I didn't notice at first but there was a huge heron stood on the sidewalk and normally they just go straight away but he just sat he stood there and I, when I noticed him he sort of flinched but then he stayed and in my little my little uh, my little world at that point it was like it was like a it was like a sign of solidarity, you know. <laughs> Two lonely souls, uh, just meeting, and then, and he's like, "It's all right, brother." <laughs> and I went down to the other end, and I was uh, the sun was on my face, which is an unusual feeling in England. But a sweet feeling, because it's uh, yeah. When it comes, it comes, and you just got to enjoy it, because you know it's going to go. <sighs> I've had a lot of that lately, just that sweet feeling, and just reveling in it, but knowing, obviously, it's fleeting. <laughs> so yeah, it's been interesting. Uh, I feel like. The summer's come. I just this, it's been a long road to this point and I'm opening back up again. And uh, it's, it's, it's very fascinating to see what can enter 
an open heart. frightening at times but really exciting and when you get like the morning like a like the morning is like the reflections in the morning they're so pure so so beautiful uh, during my little morning prep I have a little morning routine which involves like a shiatsu back massager <laughs> just to loosen the knots and then while while I'm while I'm sort of lying back on that just like a little cushion that I move up and down very uh, it sounds a lot <laughs> sounds a lot fancier than it is but uh it's just to take the edge off the uh, whatever physical pain I'm going through at that point <laughs> But then I was listening to uh, David White. He, he does an excellent series of reflections on, on the Waking Up app. And uh, I was listening to one called Denial. And uh, he was saying, uh, you know, I've always seen denial as a negative thing, you know. Denial and delusion is like... And it, obviously it, it is. Well, no, what am I saying, right? <laughs> But he put it into context of to walk, to to be in denial to walk in denial. Uh, what was it? So denial is the crossroads between uh, your readiness. Oh shit! I forgot. <laughs> the problem is now is I record on my phone, and all my oh is that still recording? And uh, so when I look things up on the phone, it's a bit tricky. But let's try. Hopefully it doesn't make too much noise. So denial is the crossroads between perception and readiness. Uh, to deny denial is to invite powers into our lives we have not yet readied ourselves to meet. And that was really, it was a really powerful reflection because I love that feeling when, when some, I've, you know, I've got this fixed notion, this meme in my head that denial is, is just something to avoid at all costs because of my love of, of honesty and integrity. And, and then someone comes along with a better explanation, of another angle, you know, totally opposing what I'm thinking or what, what I'm holding on to. And, and it's like, oh, yes, now I can let go of that notion. Because he is a better, not about better explanation, but it's it's another angle. It adds to it's all, it's a. I guess it's about timing, isn't it? So denial can actually be useful, and it's important because yeah, if you're not ready for the truth, the truth can oh, it can be extremely painful and extremely. Uh, um, I guess harmful in one sense. <clears throat> so I'd never, yeah, that's just something I've not thought about, you know, that. <laughs> yeah, what, you know. But obviously you can't keep, you, you don't want to stay in the north for too long. 
because that's going to get toxic. That's interesting. I don't know if I've actually... <laughs> I don't know what. Hmm. So, yeah. The summer of JP Hummingbird continues. Uh, yeah, I want to share with you guys everything, but... I'm just, I can see, I can hear myself. I'm just filtering still. <laughs> and uh, I guess the only thing I can really confess, the only true confession I have in my life is with my guitar. Uh, that, that guitar can eke out some really interesting, it can tap into my unconscious and it can bring out stuff that I never, I was completely unaware of. And uh, yeah, it's very special. Yeah, so I don't know where I'm going with this, as always. Uh, but hopefully you're enjoying these reflections. And maybe it'll give you some reflection. Uh, We'll come back to this up. I'm going to go to a little segment called Letters of Note. Somebody, I don't know who, has sent me a beautiful book in the post called Letters of Note. And it's quite a substantial book. It's the kind of book I'd be terrified to, to, to buy or order. It's so large and it's hardback. It's even got a little, you know, when you've got a little bookmark uh, made of... I don't know, it's not silk, is it? But <laughs> some sort of cloth material inside, and uh, yeah, I sent a message to <laughs> my friend Luke Brown, thanking him for this book and saying, "Oh, <laughs> how beautiful a gift it was!" And then he called me yesterday, asking what I was talking about. And it was quite sweet. It was quite fun. Uh, but it's not often. Somebody surprises me. I've had actually two. I've had two surprises. I'm not very good at receiving gifts, uh, and it's interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I've been. I had a go. I had a little play with. I used to. <laughs> oh, let me start again. I used to like a bit of astrology especially in India because you could meet really talented astrologists who were very charismatic and insightful and uh, it was quite interesting but that's you know something I thought I'd get into more and more but I just it sort of faded into the background and then I can't a couple of months ago Tom Peel turned me on to this uh, thing called 16 personalities and uh, Obviously, he came out as an analyst, you know. That's the way he has that, which was spot on. And I came out as a campaigner, which is like... <laughs> again, it's quite fun. It's, it's fun to do. A lot of the traits you see, you know, you can just sort of... Obviously, you can say, oh, well, you know, da-da-da-da. But I like this sort of thing. It's, it makes me... Uh, it's interesting. 
and uh, yeah, they sent me an email. An email came yesterday from this 16 personalities and I was reading it and it was all about like uh, how campaigners are not very good at receiving gifts <laughs> or like receiving help from others. Uh, and yeah, it's this idea that yeah, we're so, so, so sort of willing and desperate's the right word to help other people and to help. Ah, oh, shit, I don't know where I'm going. But, yeah, let's stick to what we were talking about. <laughs> so, yeah, receiving gifts, so I'm really trying to receive gifts with grace. <laughs> And I attempted and it went quite wrong. But that was funny. It made uh, made me laugh. So this book, it's like uh, random letters. Uh, so I'll just open it randomly and see what comes up. Uh, I read a good one from Fidel Castro to like <laughs> President Eisenhower. And I read one from Nick Cave to MTV Awards, that was amazing because obviously <laughs> Nick Cave is a genius. He was sort of saying, thanks for your support, but please do not put me in your award ceremony. <laughs> I have no interest. Music is not a competition. Uh, it was amazing. Uh, I guess I could find that, but let's read this one I've opened up on. It's quite... It's called Letter Number 42 and it's Avenge My Death by Masanobu Kuno to his children. I'll read the little... We should just read the letter or do you want the context? Let's go letter first. Dear Masanori and Kiyoko, so his children, even though you can't see me, I'll always be watching you. Ooh, that's a bit sinister. Or is it sweet? When you grow up, follow the path you like and become a fine Japanese man and woman. Do not envy the fathers of others. Your father will become a god and watch you too closely. Both of you, study hard and help out your mother with work. I can't be your horse to ride, but you two be good friends. I am a cheerful person who flew a large bomber and finished off all the enemy. Please be an unbeatable unbeatable person like your father and avenge my death <laughs> from father wow that's a, that is a intense imagine that that's quite a burden to put on your children Jesus be unbeatable that's I mean that, that is good that's nice because just keep getting back up but avenge avenge my death I mean come on that's a bit strong, man. Oh, what was good? But you too be good friends. That's good advice, isn't it? And I am a cheerful person. That's nice. This idea that you'll become a god and watch them closely, that's, I don't know, to me, that's terrifying. <laughs> but yeah, I guess it's true, isn't it? Parents are like gods when you're growing up. Uh, I 
let's read a sweet one. And this one is uh, by Richard Feynman, the famous physicist, to Arlene Feynman. It's called I Love My Wife, My Wife is Dead. Oh, damn it. Uh, uh, oh, no, I can't read that. I think it might make me cry. I love ah oh, no sorry I think I best not read that but there's a real nice picture next to it uh, yeah I feel like uh, I'm re-entering the fray uh, that cycle of requited and unrequited love and Very interesting. <laughs> uh, but I'm going to try and be as open as possible. Maybe not here, but definitely with, with friends. Uh, although a lot of friends do listen to this. But... <laughs> Should we sing the song? music stand now is quite nice so I can actually see let's try what key should we sing this in
the symbol Writing you now Just to see if you're better New York is cold But I like where I'm living There's music on Clinton Street All through the evening I hear that you're building Your little house Deep in the desert Living for nothing now I hope you're Keeping some kind of record Yes Jane came By with the lock of your hair She said that you gave it to her The night that you planned to go clear Did you ever go Last time I saw you, you looked so much older Your famous blue raincoat was torn at the shoulder You've been to the station to meet every train And when you came home without Lily Marlene You treated my own To a flake of your life when she came back She was somebody's wife Well, I see you There with the rose in your teeth One more thin gypsy thief Well, I see Jane's awake She sends her regard what can I tell you, my brother, my killer? What can I possibly say? I guess that I miss you. I guess I forgive you. I'm glad you stood in my way. If you ever come back for Jane or for me, your enemy is sleeping And this woman is free Yes, and thanks For the trouble you took from her eye I thought it was there for good So I never tried And Jane by with the lock of your hair She said that you gave it to her That night that you planned to go clear Sincerely, Elkhorn obsessed with this song in India in, uh, <laughs> in a guest house in the mountains 
caught up in the requited and unrequited love. <laughs>
The spear of light pierces the window. Yes. <laughs> Something has woke me up again. An old friend of mine said, it sounds unresolved and uh, yeah I don't know if I think in music terms I'm not really sure where to go with that but uh, I feel like that song is yeah I need to explore that a bit more but it's unresolved yeah got me reflecting. Uh. Mm. Okay, I'm getting a, yeah. <laughs> I think I'll fare the, well, or maybe one more. Do let's finish on uh, yeah, I guess we're still on this theme of requited, unrequited <laughs> I guess there's time it's, it's all there's, there's an element of timing involved and it's fascinating really isn't it? Uh, I'm gonna play. Something's been rattling around in my headspace for the past uh, week. And then I'll finish there. Uh, yeah, go out and enjoy the day. Try to share, try to be open. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, yeah, beautiful thing. If it 
flows all down her breast Please see for me for hands long That's the way I remember her best me at all Many times I often pray In the darkness of my night In the brightness Fairly well.